Hello photography lovers, this is the Fashion Photography Podcast and my name is Virginia. I'm your host as usual and today it's time to continue with part two of our conversation since last Wednesday. Some of the topics today are home studios, my guest's favorite lens and light shapers. And what are his tips to elevate your work with some very simple tools and little tweaks and changes? What's his way to gain more clients? That's a big one, right? And what's next for him and his gallery? We also talk about model releases and other stuff, but all you have to do is to listen to this interview and then you'll know it all. Tell me about your home studio. How are your clients maybe reacting to it? I'm not bringing much clients to my home studio because it's really small. Uh, it's a it's a small room where I can even almost not shoot full length. So it's really like a beauty laboratory where I mostly do tests and, and some of my personal projects. When you decided to have this room just for photography there, what was the most important items that you bought for your homemade studio? Lights first. Okay. Because it's a dark room. Yeah, some studio lights, some backdrops, and light shapers for sure. Mm. I'm a big fan of light shapers, and uh, I'm also doing my own ones. Nice. Are you selling them? <laughs> no, they're not professional looking ones. <laughs> As I said, it's just about experimenting. Uh, as I said earlier, it's like having a little idea of what could do that object to the light and then just work it around and test mm -hmm. lots lots of testing what's your most favorite light shaper right now i'm using a lot quite big umbrellas silver umbrellas mm. the one i have always with me is like a westcott two meter wide a little parabolic that works quite well and with the diffuser you can almost transform it into a big softbox so it's quite easy to go and uh, you can take it everywhere. Uh, interesting, but I worked with a lot of different things and I'm going more and more into more harsh light. Just bought a magnum ball that's giving you almost like a, like a sunlight. Really interesting. Super nice. And it sounds like depends on your moods because you said right now my favorite is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With technical stuff, I really have my moments. It's like lenses. It's the same thing. Now tell me more about it. Right now, I'm shooting almost 80% of all my work is going through a 50 millimeter. Mm -hmm. A few years ago, it was everything on the 85. It really changes your approach. But that's so nice because with a different light shaper and with one different lens, when you have already established style, you can have so many different images. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you can still keep it interesting for yourself. You make your style evaluate, but uh, really on the, on the slow side, just with a little touch like that. Mm -hmm. Which is always cool and important. I personally truly believe that it's super important to have your own personal challenges because mm -hmm. it's the totally fastest way to grow <laughs> sure okay you shared about your favorite white taper and your favorite lens mm -hmm. you told us that there is no big difference for you to shoot outside or inside but mm -hmm. tell me more about your co-workers how did you find your first stylist for example or maybe makeup artist 
makeup will be easier yeah <laughs> it's a funny story about kelly mclean because uh, i know her for for years and uh, i know her before she started makeup and before i was a photographer uh-huh. she was a barmaid in a bar where i was djing oh nice and we met up there maybe four or five years later we just kept in touch on on facebook and i saw she was uh, starting makeup and i was starting photography so we decided we needed to maybe team up and try a few things together and uh, from there we maybe shot half of my portfolio it shot with kelly oh nice it was an easy collaboration <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you said you used to dj do you go to many parties nowadays As people always say it's a big part of the industry not so much no You're not a party person anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not much, no. How do you keep your contacts? Really through work, mainly. It's just about shooting. As I said, even when I'm not commissioned on any work, all I do is just shooting more and testing, bringing up new projects and uh, teaming up with everybody and staying in touch, sending the, all the projects to magazines to get publications. And uh, that's about it. You know so many stuff about the internet, thanks to the internet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe you can share with us which are your most favorite platform to learn from or your most favorite channels in YouTube. Oh, sure. There will be lynda.com that really, really helped me. At the beginning, it was the main source. YouTube channels, I don't have much. I follow a lot, uh, as I said, F-stoppers. Mm -hmm. And then a few photographers, tutorials of Peter Hurley. Mm-hmm. Portrait photographer that was quite interesting. Don't have all the names. I have a few very good ones. About retouching, there's one very interesting one. The woman from uh, Retouching Academy. Oh, yeah. She was our guest. Julia. Julia. Yeah, that's right. And I'm definitely using her panel. It's really, really helpful. Oh, nice. So you do your own retouch. Yes. And do you do lots of it? Or just little touch-ups? To my taste now, I'm tending to try to slow down the retouching. And with all the looking backwards, I'm, I tend to retouch too much, trying to slow it down a bit. Because also it's in the mood right now and in the trend. But also as a feeling, I'm more and into getting into, uh, into fine art. You don't need much retouching. It's just have to show the thing and not uh, overdo mm -hmm. it. But it's quite difficult sometimes to uh, just find the sweet spot or not go all the way. Because when you start retouching, it's why I'm doing my retouching. It's that I never really found someone that was to that sweet spot. So you're ready to give up the job? If I found the right person, yeah, for sure. Because I'm lucky enough to uh, starting to not have enough time for uh, all my retouching. So I will definitely... Uh... It's hard to find a retoucher. And we've talked about it so many times, but fortunately, the retouchers, they're not just standing still. They're not waiting for you. And they're finding photographers, which is cool. And you can do a lot of testing and you can see mm -hmm. if the guy's the right for you. So you said you're a coffee lover. Yeah, big one. And now it's time for my most favorite question that everybody hates. <laughs> <laughs> can you tell us what's your day like? Maybe you're getting up early in the morning or you prefer to sleep a little bit more just try to get into details i know i know your day is not the same as yesterday i know yeah yeah it really depends on uh if i'm shooting or not 
definitely I'm waking up early, lots of coffee first. Then I get to my laptop and uh, start working if I'm not shooting. And uh, I spend quite some time on my laptop <laughs> if, if there's retouching going on and things like that. At the same time, dealing with emails, uh, social medias and stuff. Hopefully some breakfast. No, no, no breakfast. Eating a bit later. Okay. And then for sure going running at some point. Running, perfect. So you do exercise. That was my next question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, spent many years not exercising much, but now I'm definitely into jogging. And uh, mainly in the summer, I, I run almost 10 kilometers a day. Thanks to the coffee, I guess. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Tell me about the difficulties of having your own gallery. Do you ever show other artists in it? It started with my pictures in it, but now we have two sculptures, another photographer, modelist too. All this gallery thing is quite new. It's uh, just a year old now. Mm -hmm. What we realize is that even if you're, because it's in Saint-Paul-de-Vence, that is a really well-known place for art galleries. It's uh, like a medieval village with uh, something like 50 art galleries in it. Mm -hmm. But even if you're in the right spot, you still have to create your clientele. People need to come and come again before buying to, to see how the taste is still there and how it evolves. And you need to gain trust of your clientele. And what about your online presence? Do you have a website of the gallery? We're working on that. For now, we're, we just have a, an Instagram and a Facebook. Why don't you share them with us? Sure. It's called Odd. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank you. So on Instagram, it will be odd.artgallery. When you have a website, you can also share it on our Facebook group, the Fashion Photography Podcast. Oh, sure. Pleasure. Apart from the website, what are the next big news, maybe big future plans for you and the gallery? I'm getting into film. For now, mm -hmm. I've been a digital photographer all the way, so I'm going backwards. And I just bought a medium format camera. Congrats. Film camera? Thank you. I didn't even test it yet. I'm getting prepared to that. So I will bring my fine art to film or bring film to my fine art. <laughs> But this is going to cost you more for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, what I feel about that is that what's interesting into fine art and not only into fine art is uh, the interesting part in photography and the beauty of it is the imperfections and not the perfect beauty. Mm -hmm. It's the beauty of imperfections. I think film photography helps you on this and just not being able to shoot thousands of pictures a day and stick with the 30 or 40 or mm -hmm. 50 is a good process. Nice. Okay. So you definitely have a strategy there. I don't know if it will work, but... Uh... Oh, I hope so. What about the gallery? Are you going to invite other people? How are you going to find them? Is it your sister's job? <laughs> exactly. That's my sister's job. Can't tell you much about that right now. We decided lately that the projects you talked about, Freaky Fool, mm -hmm. there's a huge one of Freaky Fool that is going into the gallery. Ooh, I want to go on very big prints like uh, meter 50, meter 80. And uh, we decided to go with the, one of the Freaky Fool ones. Oh, super nice. And what about your model? 
How did it happen with the model release there? I'm sure many people are interested in this. Actually, with that one, <laughs> you're going to laugh about that, is that, that I don't have a model release. Oh. I need to get in touch with Twiggy, oh, for yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, you definitely need to, <laughs> especially for a super big print. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe you do have model releases for the other images in the gallery. So can you mm -hmm. guide us through the process of it? When needed, yeah, there's a standard model release with everything mm -hmm. on paper. If you plan in future to also include other people in the gallery, maybe some of the people in the audience are interested. So are there any other things apart from the model release that they need to have and need to know about? Bringing some good work out there. The thing we spoke earlier about, about fine art and thinking, mm -hmm. thinking of the photography differently from uh, commercial. Yeah, that is very important. Maybe if I think that I would put that on my wall, maybe other people will do too. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. If I want to put it on my wall, maybe some others. Of course, you cannot be absolutely sure about this. No. But it's still a good guideline. <laughs> totally agree. Since you have your own gallery, which is super cool to me, especially in so digitalized world, like the world we live in, it's so much easier, I think, I might be wrong, but isn't it so much easier to make just an online gallery? Yeah, but you, you don't get that. Oh, I'm sure. That feeling. Yeah. Have when, when you just take out a one meter print yeah. of your picture, it's not really explainable. But I think we both know it. Yeah. I'm sure also the, the audience knows it. And I really love and admire the way you did not pursue the, the easiest way, because it's definitely easier to make just an online gallery. Mm. But you did not pursue that. And I admire this so much. And I'm Thank sure you. for you and for the gallery, there are going to be some great times because you sound like one of those people who just know how to make it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I take that as a big compliment. Thank you so much for being with us. And I hope in a year or so, you'll be here again and you have some super cool news about you and also your gallery. <laughs> I really hope so too. Thank you very much. We're done with this interview. The next one will be next Wednesday. We're starting with new guests or maybe two. I'm not saying anything. You just have to wait to find out. Until next Wednesday, you can join our Facebook group called the Fashion Photography Podcast, where you can find more than a thousand people ready to help you, understand you and share with you. Thank you so much for being with us today and I'll see you next week. 